Good morning. It's time for Daily Chapel at the LCMS International Center in St. Louis. The text is Isaiah chapter 38, verses 1 through 6. The Reverend Doug Gribbenau is preaching. The broadcast of Chapel is underwritten by LCMS International Mission and Ministry to the Armed Forces. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah, chapter 38, beginning at verse 1. In those days, Hezekiah became sick and was at the point of death. And Isaiah, the prophet, the son of Amos, came to him and said to him, Thus says the Lord, Set your house in order, for you shall die, you shall not recover. Then Hezekiah turned his face to the wall and prayed to the Lord and said, Please, O Lord, Remember how I have walked before you in faithfulness and with a whole heart, and have done what is good in your sight. And Hezekiah wept bitterly. Then the word of the Lord came to Isaiah, Go and say to Hezekiah, Thus says the Lord, the God of David your father, I have heard your prayer, I have seen your tears. Behold, I will add 15 years to your life. I will deliver you and this city out of the hand of the king of Assyria and will defend this city. This is the word of the Lord. Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Hezekiah, he's a good king. He were to look at his dad, well, he's a great king, but a good king, a good king who has done what is right in the sight of the Lord, who has restored the worship of the one true God, of Yahweh, tearing down the idols, breaking those high places of the false gods, even the bronze serpent had become an idol. By the command of King Hezekiah, it was broken that the people would not look anywhere else but to their Lord, the one true living God. He held fast to the Lord. He did not depart from following him, but kept the commandments that the Lord commanded Moses. Recorded in 2 Kings of King Hezekiah. But if you look back at chapter 37, you also see that he is a war king. It is besieged. Judah is under attack. The Assyrians come and lay siege of Jerusalem. Now, the curious thing about the book of Isaiah is he doesn't care much for the way us Westerns think. We like things in order. This, then this, then this, then this. But Isaiah doesn't do that. And so we come to chapter 38 with a sort of curious uh, inconsistency, if you will. Chapter 37, we hear that the Assyrians have been defeated, not by any cunning or wit or strength of Hezekiah, but by the Lord. The angel of the Lord went forth and slew 185,000 of the Assyrians. 
The Assyrians were sent packing. Sennacherib, as we hear, returns home. And as he worshipped his false god, his sons beheaded him. And yet, in our reading today, in chapter 38, we hear the Lord's promise in his response that he will save Judah, that the city will be saved. So when we first read this, we think, all of these events took place, Judah's finally safe, and now Hezekiah is fatally ill. Perhaps so. Perhaps not. We leave that as an unanswered question because that's really the wrong question. What is it that the Lord has put before us today? Thus says the Lord, set your house in order, for you shall die, you shall not recover. And at first blush, our sinful, unbelieving hearts say, what did he do? Why is God angry with him? Do we not act the same way in our own lives? When we are ill, when calamity befalls us, do we not say, what did we do wrong? Why is God angry with us? But again, it's the wrong question. This is not spoken in condemnation. It's simply spoken as fact. Set your house in order, for you will die. You shall not recover. Because it is the Lord who kills and makes alive. It is the Lord who calls us home from this veil of tears. Our days are in the hands of the Lord, which is why in Luther's evening prayer, we, we give thanks that he has graciously kept us this day. And we pray that he would graciously keep us this night also. Hezekiah has been given the word that so many doctors give. You're going to die. Put your affairs in order. Now, Hezekiah turns his face to the wall. He doesn't respond to Isaiah. He does not rage against God or against his messenger, saying, how dare you? I'm a good king. I'm a good man. No, he does. He does a prayer but a prayer not like the one that I might pray. Because I know that I, my prayer life is not as good as it should be. And I often don't pray as I ought. Thanks be to God for the Holy Spirit to intercede on my behalf. For I think if in, in his case, I would probably say, God, give me just one more day. I'd heal me. Just a small thing. I think deep down, and I repent of this, my faith is perhaps not so strong as to be bold to ask for more. Maybe God wouldn't do that, so I'll ask a small thing. Hezekiah doesn't even do that. He turns his face to the wall. Please, O oh Lord, remember. Remember how I have walked before you in faithfulness and with a whole heart and have done what is good in your sight. That's all he speaks. I think perhaps for Hezekiah, 
who had done so much to turn the people back to the Lord. Perhaps the words of Moses from Deuteronomy rang in his ears. You shall walk in the way that the Lord your God has commanded you, that you may live, and that it may go well with you, that you may live long in the land that you shall possess. Please, O Lord, remember. And he weeps bitterly. In this prayer, there is no petition for healing, no cry for deliverance, but a weeping. The groanings deeper than our tears, the Holy Spirit crying on behalf of Hezekiah. In the parallel account from 2 Kings, Isaiah has spoken this word, just said, this is what's going to happen. You're sick, you're going to die, put your house in order. And he starts to walk away after Hezekiah's prayer. Hezekiah begins to weep. Like Isaiah, I probably would want to have gotten out of there too. My king is crying in the corner by himself. He is still walking, not even out of the palace, just in the middle of the court. And the word of the Lord comes to him. Turn back and say to Hezekiah, the leader of my people, I have heard your prayer. I have seen your tears. Behold, I will add 15 years to your life. I have seen your tears. I have heard your prayer. And God promises 15 years. And more than this, he promises then, I will deliver you. I will deliver you and this city out of the king of Assyria, and I will defend this city. If this event had taken place in the midst of the siege, the Lord promises, I will heal you, and I will heal Judah. I will defend and care for you. If it took place afterwards, if the Assyrians had left and Hezekiah falls sick after this has taken place, the Lord knows the doubts in our heart that we won't even voice to ourselves, and he addresses them. His healing so complete. I will give you 15 years, and I will deliver you and this city out of the hand of the king of Assyria, and I will defend this city. If there's any lingering doubts, Hezekiah, who I am, what I am about. I remember, as you have told me, that I am your God and you are my people. So it doesn't matter when this took place, but that the Lord is true to his word. And oh, that we can learn from Hezekiah. Remember, O oh Lord, Remember your son, whose blood covers me. The robe he has given me in holy baptism that is washed in his blood and now shines dazzlingly as your son did on the Mount of Transfiguration. And as I walk with my Lord these 40 days of Lent, 
descending with him from the mountain top into the darkness that leads to his death, to my redemption, and to his resurrection and my justification. Remember, O Lord, and grant that I may remember as well that I am clothed with Christ. And he has promised me forgiveness, life, and salvation in the midst of any darkness, in the midst of any light. Remember, O Lord, and hear my prayer. May the peace of God which passes all understanding guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Thank you for joining us for Chapel. The broadcast of Chapel is underwritten by LCMS International Mission and Ministry to the Armed Forces. To learn more about LCMS International Mission and Ministry to the Armed Forces, visit kfuo.org chapel.